and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dachis-Marmette. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello, and welcome to episode number one of the Art of Living Well podcast. Stephanie and I are beyond excited that we are finally dropping our first episode of our podcast today after months of preparation. In today's episode, Marnie and I will each share our background, our own personal wellness journeys, what brought us here today, and why we are so passionate about spreading our messages. We'll also talk briefly about what you can expect from us in future episodes. Hey, Stephanie, can you tell me a little bit about your background and your story? Well, Marnie, I am a recovering CPA. That's Certified Public Accountant for anyone out there who is not familiar with the acronym. I'm also a recovering sugar and caffeine addict turned holistic health and wellness coach. I know, probably not what you expected, but like many women, I spent years obsessing about my weight and what I ate going back to my childhood years. And I can vividly recall periods when I would journal my food and exercise. Mind you, this was well before my fitness pal and the Google search bar existed. So I had to use a small food book of my mom's to log in all my calories based on what I ate. Wow, that's crazy. I know. I think about it now and it kind of makes me cringe, especially having a daughter who's um, in middle school right now. I used food as comfort during my teenage years, lots of Ben and Jerry's. And as a result, I suffered from digestive and skin issues that I could never resolve or really understand the root of what was causing the symptoms. And these continued well into my adult life. I wasn't a very confident kid or comfortable in my own skin, and I could always stand to lose a few pounds, hence the diets and the food journals. Marnie, many people who only know me today are probably surprised to learn that I wasn't super sporty growing up or someone who would be considered fit. Yes, I dabbled in sports, and I definitely recall doing my mom's Jane Fonda workout videos to burn those calories, but I wasn't known as an athlete. Oh my God, I can totally relate to the Jane Fonda stuff. I loved all the leg warmers from that time, and I I remember working out to even Richard Simmons. Oh, sweating to the oldies. I was right there with you, Marnie. So then in college, I started working out regularly, and I jumped on the low-fat bandwagon, as so many of us did in the 90s. Like the Snackwell craze? You have no idea how many of those Snackwell vanilla cream sandwich cookies I've consumed. We used to stock them in our freezer when I was a kid. Of course. And while I managed not to gain the freshman 15, I certainly didn't have good energy, and my skin and digestive issues persisted well into my college years. I certainly recall sitting in my dorm room eating breadsticks with sauce because they were fat-free from Papa John's, lots of pretzels and carrots and hummus, and then, of course, all the sugar late into the evening when I was studying. My favorite were those pull-peel Twizzlers and, of course, the Snackwell cookies. 
So after college, I was lucky enough to secure a great job at a large international accounting and consulting firm where I was fortunate to travel and enjoy lots of nice dinners out with my team and my clients. Um, And these perks, though, also came with working a lot. We worked a lot of late nights, which meant eating fast food type dinners with my team over my computer. Um, We also worked lots of weekends. And overall, I led a pretty sedentary and unhealthy lifestyle. As much as I tried to eat healthy and exercise, and I was considered someone who was that healthy eater with quotes, I now recognize that I was developing habits that were anything but, often jumping on the latest health food bandwagon. I used food, caffeine, sugar, and alcohol as a means to manage high stress levels from work, which only increased my anxiety. I often skipped workouts from lack of sleep. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I just hit the snooze button for about a half hour, 45 minutes until it was way too late to go to the gym before work. And given my, the demands of my job, I was often working late into the evening, so going and working out afterwards wasn't an option. My dissatisfaction and, quite frankly, obsession with my weight greatly hindered my self-confidence well into my 30s. So then fast forward to 2005, my husband and I had our first child, and I started becoming more aware of eating whole foods and organic. That said, I still bought baked Doritos and Cheetos thinking I was eating healthy. My favorite guilty pleasure was eating fat-free Cool Whip mixed with Skippy peanut butter and then dipped with graham crackers. You're actually not the first person I know that has done that. Are you kidding me? No, I have a friend who is obsessed with dipping things into fat-free Cool Whip. So (laughs) I kind of laughed when I saw that. I mean, I used to buy the big tubs. and So did she. I would go through them within a week, and it was just me eating it. My husband did not partake in this weird habit of mine. Yep. So in late 2010, after we had our third child, my husband and I moved from Chicago to Minneapolis with our then five-year-old son, our two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, and a four-month-old baby boy. Two weeks after moving to this new city, where we had no family or friends, I started a new job at my existing firm and launched right into the holiday season. And let's just say these major life events within a very short period of time was a perfect storm for someone who's already a bit high strung and carries anxiety. And so while my intuition told me that Minneapolis was a wonderful city for our family, it was a challenging couple of years for me as I worked through my stress, anxiety, job satisfaction, all while trying to make friends and raise a family in our new home. So it was in 2012 that I was introduced to Warren King at my gym, and he is an acupuncturist and Chinese medicine healer who taught me about the role that food, supplements, and homeopathic remedies have in healing the body. Warren helped me through a very difficult period and revealed my confidence that I would come out stronger in the end. So soon after seeing Warren, I found I was able to wean off my anti-anxiety medicine that I started after my move. Which is amazing. Yes. I was able to calm the eczema issues that had persisted for over two decades by healing my gut. Warren also introduced or encouraged me to pursue a career in an area that I was passionate about so that I could help others and live my life to its fullest. I also really was able to uncover and find that inner peace that I was always longing for and knew I wanted but didn't know how to achieve. Mm -hmm. So finally, in 2014, at the age of 40, I quit my corporate job. Yay! Yes. After almost 18 years and started pursuing my career as a health coach and really uncovered my lifelong passion that had always been inside me just trying to find a way out. I studied to become a health coach through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which was honestly a life-changing experience for me as I dove into the role that food and lifestyle 
and mindset play in everyone's health, including my own. My passion to continue learning in this field has resulted in me taking hormone health courses. I recently completed level one of the Integrative Health Practitioner Program through Stephen Cabral and are on my way to completing part two. My journey to health and happiness is one that has evolved over the past 30 years. I certainly didn't start eating the way I do today overnight. And I've approached my own journey with an open mind and have experimented with dozens of treatments, approaches, food, supplements, exercise, and lifestyle hacks that we'll share with you in the coming weeks and months. And for the record, I have by no means addressed all of my health issues until this day I'm very much a work in process. As we all are. So Marnie, why don't you tell me a little bit about your background? So I grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I was raised in what I thought was considered a pretty health-conscious home. We were all about fitness in my house. My mom was a TV aerobics instructor in the 80s, and I went to a ton of her classes. It was actually called Firm Up with Elaine. That's awesome, by the way. I mean, I think that is so cool. I didn't even know that about you. Yeah, it was really funny. Kids in middle school actually used to make fun of me in a fun way because she was on TV. Um, Anyway, I've always been an athlete throughout my school years. I was a gymnast, a runner, a skier, and a dancer. And I thought my early years really looked like the picture of health. Exercise and sports, absolutely. But healthy food and mindset, not so much. I was a total chocolate addict and I very much brought bought into the fat-free era, as I mentioned before, with the snack wells and every other fat-free product that came on the market I thought was amazing. So what was your favorite childhood sweet or candy growing up? I wasn't a huge, like, candy person per se, but I did, I loved, like, chocolate chip cookies and yeah. more cakes and cookies. Yeah. Um, but if it said fat-free on it, I thought it was healthy for me. Um, Before I became a holistic health coach and integrative health practitioner, I was and still consider myself an entrepreneur. I went to UW-Madison, I got a BA in journalism, and right out of college I landed a tempting, high-paying corporate job, you know, right out of school. And I started the job and I quickly realized it wasn't for me. It didn't nurture my independence, my creative thinking, and I just really couldn't find my place in what felt like kind of like a cold corporate world. Which is so good for you to realize that so quickly, though. That's awesome. Yes, I realized it very quickly. um, And with the encouragement of my dad, who really kind of guided me through that time, he encouraged me to leave the job and figure out what I wanted to do. And I've always been pretty good at listening to my gut feeling, and it was really telling me to carve out my own path. So eventually, after a few different jobs, a couple of different self-started businesses, I set up and still run my own company called Chili Bean Promotions, which I've spent the last 17 years doing. It's a promotional products company, and it's been a pretty rewarding and satisfying business in many ways. But in the last, you know, few years, something didn't feel right to me. I thought I was living my purpose, but then I kept having like this nagging voice whispering in my ear that I couldn't get couldn't get rid of. And it I was trying to figure out like what the issue is, what the problem was, and I kept just having this voice saying I needed some sort of meaningful change in my life. So for me, everything kind of comes down to health, and that's where I started. So I started looking started doing some self-inquiry, confronted some hard truths. I realized I was in pretty good physical shape, 
but I'd neglected a huge part of my well-being, the part that's really harder to see, to see and more difficult to heal. I had the body part figured out, but what about my mind? What about my spirit? What about my stress? Which is so important, Marnie, because today, even still today, right, in the media, we think if someone is thin and they're in shape and they go to the gym that they're healthy. And we deem health as something physical that we look at on the outside and we completely neglect everything that's going on on the inside. Yes, and I think I knew that deep down, but I felt like I was raised about always worrying about fitness and how I looked on the outside and being fit. And I knew inside that I wanted to focus more on my inside and I was searching and searching and I I didn't really know where to turn. I eventually found integrative health. I was just reading tons of health and wellness articles online and in magazines and I realized that I really had this passion for wellness and holistic health and I just immersed myself in books and articles and it still really didn't occur to me that I could turn this passion into a career. So I just continued down the road of self-inquiry. I started going to lots and lots of yoga classes and slowly the path ahead of me just kind of opened itself up and a light bulb kind of flickered on and I had an awakening that, wow, maybe I could do something with this. So I realized it wasn't enough for me to have an active lifestyle. And although a physical yoga practice had been a huge part of my routine at this point, I somehow realized that I was missing the central message of yoga and that it wasn't just a fitness practice or a physical practice, but it was actually deeper than that and it was more emotional and spiritual. So I began to address my health as a whole and my mind, my mindset started to shift. I changed my diets, my workouts, my self-care routine. I even started to talk to the, change the way I spoke to my children. And I started to establish more positive self-talk and slowly started to weed out negative toxic energy in my life, including negative toxic people which can be a big part of negativity in a person's life. Absolutely. That right there is huge, you know, and I feel the same way that you do, especially when it comes to our kids and really being the role model and setting such a good example for others, especially our family members. So from there, it was kind of a no-brainer. I realized that integrative health was my calling. Um, once I understood what my inner voice had been trying to tell me, there was kind of no stopping me. I decided that I was going to try and rearrange my life around integrative health and become as educated as I could in that area. So I enrolled in three simultaneous programs in one year, and it was a crazy, challenging, and wonderful year. I became certified at the same place as Stephanie, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. From there, I created my business, Zenful Life Coaching. I created Zen for Life Coaching as a way of challenging lives using a powerful combination of health coaching and yoga. I now live, breathe, and teach integrative wellness. I get to inhabit my passion. If you've ever followed your heart, you'll know how satisfying this feels. It was really one of the best decisions I've ever made. The impact on my own life has been profound. My loving husband and three kids are all making small and steady changes too. Our home is a much happier place because I'm living my purpose. I wake up every day excited and invigorated. That's what I want for you.
Marnie, why don't we each share a couple fun facts about ourselves? Okay. Well, um, a few years after college, my husband and I lived moved out to Israel while he was in medical school, and I lived in Israel for three years. And no way. Yes. I can't believe I didn't know that about yeah. you. Yeah, so we lived abroad, and we got to travel um, all over the area, which was pretty amazing, before we had our kids and got married. And um, used to watch a lot of Seinfeld while I was over there, and I did learn how to say no soup for you in Hebrew. Okay, okay. let's... Let's hear it. Which, Which is, Ein Barak Bishbelcha. So it was just kind of a funny little tidbit. Um, and another fun fact is I am actually a total hopeless romantic. Love watching um, any kind of sentimental tearjerker movies, which my husband always doesn't like so much. But All right, I tell me what your like favorites that. are. Well, of course, The Notebook and Titanic oh, yes. and then some of the sweeter ones like Proposal and Holiday or The Holiday. When Harry Met Sally was an old one. And then, of course, Say Anything. Did you ever <gasps> see that movie? My favorite. John Cusack. John Cusack. Yes. With the, with the boombox. Yes. I mean, our kids yes. don't even know what boomboxes are. So I think I saw that movie like four times in the theater. When it, was, it first came out. It was a great one. You're going to make me want to watch it now. Um, yeah, he's actually going to be here, like, next week. I was hoping to go see him. He, they're doing, like, a replay of the movie, but I can't go. Are you kidding me? No. Okay, I'm looking into that. Anyway, okay. what about you? What are some fun facts about you? Well, funny enough, I lived abroad for three years in London, though, and that's where I met my husband. That's and, cool. yeah, he's not British. Everyone wondered if I met a Brit over there. We met at work. We were both working at the same company. We actually met the very first day um, that I started working. We were all out to lunch. He was sitting across from me, and he had just moved over there a couple weeks earlier. And the funny thing is, actually, that someone that I know and worked with back in the States before I moved had met my husband at a training just a few months before I relocated. And she had shown me a picture, and she's like, there's this great guy. He's moving to London from... Chicago and you should date him and funny enough that's who it ended up being so it was very serendipitous and we had a great dating life traveling to lots of different cities in Europe so that was fun we'll have to compare notes at some point absolutely absolutely and that was pre-kids also and then another fun fact is that I've been skydiving something I also did before kids which is so amazing I'm dying to try that I mean it was awesome the thrill of jumping out of the airplane when you're tandem um, and you don't have that parachute has, hasn't gone up yet is pretty cool. And so where did you do that? It was in Ohio. Huh. It was, which is where I lived before I moved to London, just in the middle of like an Amish country farmland. And I would love to do it again. And I'm kind of waiting to see if one of my kids wants to do it when they're older and we'll plan a fun outing somewhere. And they have to be 18, right? To do it. Is I that think right? So. I think so too. Yeah. Awesome. Stephanie and I have spent years experimenting with our own health issues along with helping hundreds of clients and we're so excited to be able to share this information with all of you to inspire each of you to discover your art of living well. In each of our episodes, you will walk away with a tangible tip and challenge to implement immediately into your life. You'll be inspired by dynamic experts in a variety of health and wellness areas to help you uncover your art of living well. We'll also address the latest health and wellness trend in the media, and of course, would love your input on what topics you'd love to learn more about as well. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well. Thank you.